following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this September 29th, 2021, week three in the books. We're looking into week four, recording now at about 5.30 p.m. Rich Eggy here in New Jersey, bringing to you the broken helmet with my brother, who just turned... 39 yesterday. He's got one more year in the books before the big 4-0. How does it feel to be another year older there, sir? It feels good. Is that how it feels? That's what it feels like? Boo that man. Oh, boo boo that man. Boo, boo. Now I get it. I couldn't hear it. The, uh, that, that internet connection, goo. I was like, what the fuck does goo mean? Anyway, so, uh, you know, the, the birthday boy, though, you know, we've been doing this now a couple of years. We started posting it last year over the internet. The year before was basically on SoundCloud. So this is year three. And for those of you who have been listening and by the attendance, you have not. Uh, my brother has thoroughly, thoroughly shit all over me in terms of picks, especially on the gambling gambling aspect, where he has just turned in winner after winner after winner after winner as the years have gone on here. And he, the birthday boy, was swimming in it last weekend as yet again he hit... Another big money line parlay. Chris, please do fill us in on how you come up with these phenomenal picks here. Uh, luck, I would say. I guess. Well, fill us in on what you did last week that <sighs> netted right, so, you a so cool 670. The Bengals uh, playing the hapless Steelers. I actually almost didn't make that I almost I almost contacted you the day before on Saturday when I heard Higgins wasn't playing and I was gonna say you know what I think I should change my my picks uh, but thank I, God you I, didn't I, I didn't and yeah the Bengals just smoked the Steelers are really really bad I mean uh, the Steelers are terrible defense. they're fucking the, shot and they were one of my best bets and then I watched the replay, and goddamn, I you know I, I had heard people talking about Big Ben being bad. I knew they changed their offensive line. This is Matt Canada's you know introduction as an offensive coordinator, and none of it has worked. It has been terrible all the way around. Yeah, I I just the Bengals are a pretty good team. I I shouldn't say that they're an up and coming team. They they have potential for the future as long as Burrow and and Chase and Higgins and. All those guys can stay healthy. Um, their defense actually looks pretty good, which is kind of crazy. I haven't said that about the Bengals in a long time. It, it could be the Bengals' defense is good or the, the offenses they're playing are horrible. We don't know that yet. 
Um, well, what but, is their defense in terms of uh, total yards per game, right? So they are right now, I don't know, they're, they're right about, uh, I don't know, six or seven or something like that. They're giving up about 317 a game in terms of yardage. So that is uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're eighth. So their defense is way better than you one would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least better than they've been in years. And then the other two pieces to that, uh, Moneyline parlay were the Rams at home playing the Bucks, and and the Rams are good. Like that's the best defense that Tom Brady's faced in a really long time. Yeah, of the two, of the three in that parlay, and that the Moneyline parlay was the Bengals to win, the Rams to win, and the Packers to win. The Rams was the one that I definitely could have saw. I could have seen the Rams winning that game because the Buccaneers' defense is so banged up in the secondary. And if the Rams are going to throw the ball, then obviously that's going to give them a shot at winning that game. And it's kind of exactly what happened. Brady played phenomenal. But what are you going to do? You, you know, your defense can't cover shit, so you're screwed. Yeah, I, their, their secondary is horrible. And then they lost uh, Dean. Uh, Dean. Yep. Yeah, Dean. They, I mean, they are just. If they don't get that fixed, it doesn't matter how. They're probably going to go into New England this week, and they're they're going to smoke New England. But I mean, the problem is, how do you fix it? Because the the issue is talent. Like you just bring lost in roster talent. <laughs> they're bringing in Richard Sherman. Oh my god! Enough, Jesus! You know, you're really digging into the crates there. Uh, I I don't know. That was the one I could have seen, and then the Packers. You know. I, Packers, I was a little questionable about, but not really. I mean, the one in that that I just – it was the Bengals. I just didn't see the Bengals going on the road and winning in, with Pittsburgh. But I, it's really a, f- a reflection of that Steelers team and how bad they are and how far they've fallen from, you know, their typical year-in, year-out competing for the the conference or competing for the division and then, you know, making some kind of little run in the playoffs. Not this year. Big Ben is awful. But that you hit it. It was uh, Bengals, Rams, and Packers, man. And that ended up uh, making a whole boatload of money for you. It was moolah, moolah, moolah for uh, the young eggster. So... That wasn't the only thing. I hit the teaser, too. Yeah, well, I was going to go into that next, was that then you had one tease and you hit it. It was, uh, well, you, you used the Bengals, Rams, and Cards, and, and Packers, and you felt so good about those. You were like, all right, well, I want them to win, so I'll also take the points, which made sense, right, because it got the Bengals up to nine. It got the, the Rams up, where, seven and a half or something like that? Seven and a half, yeah. And it got the Packers up to nine, and then you took the Cards, and the Cards, you know, I mean, they didn't need, even need the cushion. I mean, originally they did originally they did but not at the end of the game and so that hit you uh, you know you had that 100 for 360 so you hit that too yeah it worked out really really not to mention my my uh, straight my straight bet on monday night and then the cowboys 100 even on those those guys and that game wasn't even a contest i mean i you know they, they won by 20 and most of the points that philly got was on yeah what it was a, it was a fumble in the end zone right uh it was a fumble in the end zone that was recovered by Cox, right? That was seven points. Yeah, they got their first uh, offensive touchdown, I think, third quarter, end of the third quarter. It was already out of hand. Yeah, it was I mean, jokey. It was... it was jokey. But, yeah, so as we've gone on, 
through the years here, Chris has really uh, smashed it out of the park, uh, at least in terms of the regular year gambling contest, and I have not. I, I have just been over, over, over. Last week, literally, I was parlay over. Well, because I did a correlated one, so I took two teams and I threw a third team on it, but all three teams lost. And then my teaser, I you know, I, I got a, a one push. I got two wins and a loss, the Chiefs, which, you know, we'll talk about in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. I mean, happy birthday. Congratulations. You really uh, you, you should be betting these things in real life because we started with a thousand each and you are now at about twenty seven thirty or thereabouts. Yeah, twenty seven twenty five. Twenty seven twenty five. So you literally literally have almost tripled your bankroll in three weeks. Not bad for three weeks of work. So anyway, with all of that said, let's uh, let's pick things up where we usually do in first down and we'll do a little rundown of what last week looked like first down okay so here it is as we keep tracking what's going on in terms of the favorites and the dogs the dogs won last week nine to seven over the favorites and what has been a trend now, the Dogs have won outright seven of those nine games. So they have just been winning, and not only winning, winning outright. So not even covering, just winning. It's crazy. And that's where all the money's coming in. And uh, yeah, as you can see, you know, Chris has hit two so far and almost came close to winning uh, a third if the Eagles had come out in week two, but it didn't happen. Overs, unders were in favor of the unders this week by a score of 11 to 5. And as for the teasers, the favorites teased were 9, 5, and 2. You had two pushes in there. The dogs were 10 and 6. The overs and unders, the overs were even Steven at 8 and 8, but the unders were where it was at. I mean, it was 12 and 4. So, I mean, teasing the unders last week was the way to go. Uh, overs really didn't do anything for you as it split you 8 and 8. Teams that were up at halftime. We always follow this just to say, hey, you know, this is why this is why Sean McVay was flipping out at the end of the half. You saw that, right? Everybody and their brothers talked about it yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, why does Sean McVay care about winning, leading at halftime? Well, teams that were leading at halftime last week were 14-2. and two. Do you want to tell me the two teams that stunk it up to the point that they couldn't hold the halftime lead? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yes. Congratulations. First one right on the board. And the second one, sir. Uh, the uh, the Chiefs? No! Come on! You should know this, you dummy. Uh, I oh, did the did the did the Raiders come back? Yeah, and, and the Dolphins had the halftime yeah. lead, and then the Dolphins went. And then That's they right. screwed it up. The Raiders came back and got that into overtime, and then won it. But it did. Crush. First off, first off, first off, the Raiders they gave them a fourteen point lead to start that game. That was awful. They're they're much better team. Yeah. Well, whatever. It was it, it was a nail biter all the way down to the end. The Dolphins had the halftime lead. They screwed it up. Sent that sucker into overtime, and then after that, it was uh, your boy Carlson 
right? Carlson, that's your kicker? Yeah, Dan Carlson. Dan Carlson. You know, the, the story about him uh, kicking against himself in fantasy? No. He, 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 he uh, the, the game where he beat Baltimore with the, the field goal at the end of the game? Okay. He kicked the field goal, which his opponent in fantasy had him. Oh, really? So, so he kicked against himself and lost. Yeah, it was funny. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, he kicked against himself, but he netted the victory. Wasn't enough to cover that three-and-a-half-point spread, though. The Raiders did not get out of there with a victory and a cover in that regard. But So that was the overs-unders and the favorites, dogs. So as for what happened with us and our bets last week, the money was on top at 11 to 4. So the money came in and they swooped. Swept, swept, they won the week uh, at 11 and 4. Although it was pretty funny because if you were following where the money came in, they flew in on three games that ultimately were three of those four losses that flipped one way to the other. Do you know what those games might have been? So the money was in on one side, they came storming in to the other side before kickoff as the week went on, and they turned out to be losers. And they turned out to be losers. They turned out to be losers. Uh, uh, not the Chiefs, not the... The Patriots? The Patriots. Let's start it up. I'm going to give you the three whammies. Uh, the Bucks? The Buccaneers. And the answer is where I can find it. Ba, 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 ba. No whammy, no. no whammy, no whammy. Nope. Stop. So you're 0 for 2. Uh, Steelers? The Steelers. No. Wow. So, it, it toward the end of the week. Money came in on the Chiefs, so it went from the Chargers to the Chiefs. Oh, I would have never guessed that. That was a loss. Money came in from the Dolphins, flew in on the Raiders. That ended up being a loss. That's stupid. And then money came flying in from the Packers over to the 49ers, and that ended up being a loss. So by when we had done our podcast, the money ended up being 11-4, and four, like I said. However, if you had waited all the way to the end, they were actually 8-7. and seven. So uh, that's how all of this stuff changes, which is why you should keep your eyes on what's going on if you like to track those things because the money flies around all week long, especially toward the end where something you know people think they see edges and then they fly in and they don't. But anyway, the money came in big on those three games and they ended up being losers. So the money won last week, eleven and four. You were second at nine and six. Tickets were seven and seven. I was seven and eight. Uh, sharps were seven and eight as well. You were four and one on your super picks. I was two and three. So on the year right now, let's keep with the super picks. I'm three and twelve. I'm terrible. You're nine and six. So you are at sixty percent right now. And as for the yearly picks right now, the money is still ahead at twenty-seven and twenty. So they're at fifty-seven percent. Everybody else is under five hundred. But you are twenty-one and twenty-five, which is better than me. 
at uh, 19 and 17. Our overs and unders uh, were three apiece. So uh, otherwise, you know, things of note here, it, it really is the, the teasers – Unders right now are at 70%, and the dogs are about 73%. So it's unders and dogs. And if you stick with that and you keep with the the teasers to help you out, then, you know, that's where, uh, that's where it ends up being at and where your best chance of collecting some coin ends up being. So uh, with all that said, we head into week four here, and there are definitely, at, I mean, whatever, the one game that they can't stop talking about is the one we're going to lead off with, and then there's probably one or two other ones we could talk about, but let's start it off, and you know where we're going at this point, because, how? where would you, why would you go anywhere else? Second down. Second down. All right, so we are going to head out to Foxborough Stadium where the Patriots will be hosting the Buccaneers Sunday night football. If I can find it, there we go, Sunday night football. The delay kind of killed it, but hey, whatever, who gives a shit. Uh, So anyway, Sunday night football, we'll see the Buccaneers favorites on the road versus the Pats. It is the Belichick versus Brady showdown. It's early yet, so numbers are light in terms of what has actually been bet. But right now, it's everything on the box. Tickets at 95%, the money at 91%. The over-under on this game is 49 points. So, Belichick, Brady, Christopher, who becomes victorious when the clock hits zero? I honestly, I don't even think this is going to be a game. I think the Bucks are going to destroy them. I'm, I, I just their, their offense isn't good enough. That's the problem. It's not that <clears throat> the Patriots' defense isn't good. It's that the Patriots' offense hasn't shown anything. They're not going to be able to run the ball again for the how many weeks in a row now. And Belichick has this offense where he just likes to run the ball, keep it close, win by a field goal. Right, that's what that's what Belichick's been doing because he has a, a rookie quarterback who just can't throw the ball. So that means Brady's going to be in control of this game. The question is: is are they going to be able to score enough points like up front? Right? Can you see the Patriots coming back from a deficit? I can't. No, well, look, the Patriots right now are giving up the fifth least amount of points in the NFL. So it's the bend but don't break. In terms of yardage allowed, they're just uh, the same. They're fifth. So they're fifth in points allowed, fifth in yards. Obviously, you you can chop up stats however you want. I'm just pulling those out now. If you want to do DVOA, I, I don't know what it is. I haven't pulled it up for today's podcast, but... So they're not giving up a lot of yardage, and they're not giving up a lot of points. That is a function, however, of how they're playing offense in the same regard. And, you know, I don't know. Everybody is really down on the Patriots right now. Look, Mac Jones is a rookie. I know he didn't look good last week. However, week one, they could have won that ball game had uh, Damian Harris not fumbled. And then last week, I'm... You know, I don't know what the hell happened, right? So you got a week in, win in week two. You could have had a win in week one. So this team is one and two, but they could be two and two and one really easily. And then last week, I don't have an explanation for it. It, I mean, it was just a disaster all the way around. Uh, I, I was surprised at how well New Orleans played, 
But, I mean, that was basically a Sean Payton special, right? Came in, great, good game plan. He had his team not commit a lot of errors, and things broke their way. Um, you know, it was the game that Mac Jones ended up throwing a couple of interceptions, so his, you know, fall from grace happened rather quickly. Then all of a sudden, everybody's like, ah, Mac Jones isn't any good. I, it was like three weeks ago, everybody's saying, Mac Jones is awesome. And now all of a sudden, Mac Jones fucking sucks. It's like, what? <laughs> Give me a break. Um, so... Let's go back to this game where you were leaving off. Can I see them coming from behind? No, I, I they they don't have that kind of offense. I guess the question for me is that are they really going to get behind? Because their defense doesn't really bend that way. You know, I, I mean, I, I the seven and a half has my eye because yeah, sure, the Bucks could throw it all the time. Brady's playing the best football. Of his career, you could argue. He's playing so good. It's phenomenal. He's the top-ranked uh, PFF quarterback uh, right now, and at 40-whatever years old he is. So, I don't know. I- I'm leaning in the Patriots a little bit, only because the Buccaneers' secondary is really shoddy. The Patriots are at home. Brady knows, I mean, Belichick knows Brady just as much as Brady knows Belichick. And I I, I you know, I, I'm going to keep leaning on the on the Patriots. Uh, you know, just because I have faith. Although last week was a little bit uh, of a blow to my confidence. So, for me, I have a question about the Buccaneers secondary. I think the Patriots might be able to stay in this game a little bit. And so, I, I, the seven and a half is too much for me. That hook at seven and a half is probably going to lead me uh, on the Patriots side. I, you know, you say you know Brady knows Belichick as much as Belichick knows Brady. I cannot foresee Belichick going, I mean, uh, Brady going in there, in that stadium, with every bit of knowledge of that field for 20 years. Every bit of knowledge of what Belichick preaches for 20 years. You think he Belichick's going to go and change his entire game plan for this one game? No, but what, this is what I'm saying. Look at look at the look at the two teams, right? So the Patriots—they're underdogs at home by over a touchdown, right? That, that's pretty hefty, right? So what, what are the what comprises the the Patriots? They have a line that's pretty solid. Right, I mean these all. I mean Trent Brown's been hurt since the beginning of the year, but the line is pretty solid, right? They can't run. They're not going to run. Not going to run on that team. I mean, okay, so that's what the Buccaneers have going for them, right? But you do have, you know, Jonathan Smith had a bad game last week. He was talking about it this week. He said it was on him. Uh, you have Hunter Henry, and for what it's worth, their wide receivers have not been terrible. You know, Bourne had a game last week. Jacoby Myers has been okay. Aguilar, who we knew was going to stink as soon as they signed him off of Las Vegas, has been, you know, basically absent. I, I haven't even looked at his numbers, but I never see him in the games. Um so, you know, the offense is what it is, right? Mac Jones is going to be a bend-but-don't-break quarterback. Not terrible, though. And, you know, they're trying to run the ball. It's not really working out. You lose James White, that's a big shot. On defense, I mean, their defense is okay. You know, I mean, the secondaries are right. Phillips and McCourty at, in, at safety. You know, you got Jackson and Mills at, at cornerbacks. I mean, it's not a terrible secondary. So is that secondary going to be able to contain the Bucks enough that their offense can at least muster up some points and keep it within the seven points? 
you know, I mean, the, the contra argument, which is what you're doing here, is that, you know, it's just going to be Brady, 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 and he's just going to chew up Belichick's defense. Yeah, it's no? going to be Brady. It, it, it is, 100%. Yeah, that, that, that's the argument. The other piece of this is if, if we're comparing apples to or, apples or apples to oranges, the Bucks, I believe, are better than the Saints. And the Saints just went into, For sure. and the Saints went into Foxborough, and things did fall their way dramatically. Like that interception coming out of halftime was was a game changer. I mean that that just put the Patriots so far behind. But at the same time, they really couldn't stop New They couldn't stop New Orleans. I, they're not going to have. They're not going to stop Tampa. I mean, they're not going to stop that offense, no matter which way you spin it. They're they're just gonna, this is going to have to be a, if they're going to win this game it's going to be a shootout you don't see it that way uh, I I you know well look the weak part is the Bucks secondary which leads to points the Bucks are throwing the ball all over the place which leads to points so yeah it's every game's a shootout with them now right you know I'm just saying it it it's not how the Patriots have played up to this point well they have to play that way and if they have to play that way can they ultimately ends up being the question. No, they can't. They they can't. They can't. they they just don't. Mac Jones just doesn't have the talent around him to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not confident. I'm not confident. If this was like four and a half, I probably would pick the Bucks in an instant. But of course, if it was five and a half, I would take the Bucks in an instant. Like it, it's purposely set at the exact dude. It opened at three, however long ago. But seven points. That's tough. Seven and a half. That's even tougher. Six and a half? We're on MGM right now. You get a six and a half. I'll take that all day. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, look, I am a square as square can be. I, I'm I'm going with the Patriots. You're going to go with the Bucks. Yeah, 100%. Okay, and the over under 49, going based on your logic here, that 49 it's probably looks pretty ju- juicy to you, right? Uh, that's that's ridiculous. It should be 59. And what, what are all their over-unders up to this point? They've all been over 50. Yeah, but what I've been saying... It, before is that the Patriots defense just doesn't give up points like that, right? I'm saying the final scores of all the other games they've played have all been over 50 points, right? Uh, they must have. Of the Patriots themselves? No, the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. This is low based on Patriots not giving up points, right? They're looking at the Patriots. They said they give them up 17 points a game. So Ultimately, I compared this game, and not, not to drag this on because I know we got to move on. Ultimately, I compared the Patriots' defense to the Rams' defense last week, and I saw that the, I feel as if the Rams' defense was a little better, was slightly better than the Patriots, and the Bucks couldn't the Bucks couldn't compete with with their offense. And then I compared the Patriots' offense to the Rams' offense, and there's no comparison. So I feel as if the Patriots have a worse defense than the Ram, the Rams, a worse offense than the Rams. And there's no way they're going to compete with the Bucks. That 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 was my ultimate decision. Yeah, gotcha. It, it, look, I, I like the Bucks. I've been go- going with the Bucks uh, basically all three weeks. So this is the first time that I'm going against them I, again. The seven and the hook is going to get me on the Patriots side. You're going to be on the Bucks. And if there's a play you're liking under, I, I don't know any either way on, on that uh, over under. But uh, all right, so that's going to be it for game one. Game two, we're going to fly out for. Monday Night Football, where, Chris, you get got to be stoked. We get to talk about your Raiders continually here because it is a fantastic way to end the weekend. I mean, 
there are some other games that we definitely could talk about that have some interest, but I mean, shit. The Raiders are 3-0 right now, and it's a good game. Monday Night Football, why not? So here we go. The Chargers are going to be hosting the Raiders there in, uh, what the hell is the name of that, that stadium? That they a Legion? In? No, 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 no. That, that's the Raiders. Oh, SoFi. It's SoFi, yeah. It's SoFi. Uh, that, you know... It, People can't stop talking about a goddamn stadium. It, yesterday they're showing, they're, oh, look, it's uh, Larry David, and it's uh, this actor and that actor. And it's kind of like, God, you know, remember when football stadiums were just average Joes and everybody was just, now these things are monolithic, clash-structured stadiums. It's so dumb. But anyway, so it's going to be out SoFi Stadium. Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites versus the Las Vegas Raiders. I keep saying Oakland, but whatever. It's Las Vegas. I know it's Las Vegas. but uh, Chargers right now, it's early because this is a Monday night game, so not a lot of money and bets have come in. But the Sharps are on the Chargers. The tickets are on the Raiders by 1%, 51%. And then the money right now is at 90% on the Chargers. Over-under in this one is 52 and a half to the Raiders. Go on the road here, throw the monster upset, and go to 4-0. and 4-0 atop the AFC West. Can they do it's it? Not, Can it's they not do a mon- it? monster upset. They should. That, I'm surprised they're not favored in this game. You think? Really? Yeah. I mean, a, people really – I mean, three and a half points is pretty – I don't know – it seems, again, like a sucker square bet that I love the Chargers in this game. You know, the, Ra- the Raiders just got away with one last week versus the Dolphins. Dolphins played better than I thought they would. Jacoby Brissett is Jacoby Brissett, but, I mean, hell, he kept them in there. Um, I don't know. Like, to me, Herbert looks good. You know, he, he looked a little shaky. He's come around a little bit. He's not playing as well as he did last year for sure. However, um, I, I like their offense more than the Raiders. The one thing the Raiders are doing well is they're hitting those big plays. They hit yeah. those big plays like it's their job. I mean, hell, you should know this. This is your team. You should be watching them every week. They're, they're averaging 470 yards a game or something like that. It, it, with two overtime games. Yeah, whatever. I think so, I, okay, so, this, so the Chargers just went into Kansas City and – the only reason and this is see I don't know how much you know how people actually watch the whole games they just kind of see scores and they're like oh the Chargers are great Chargers are awesome so Kansas City in the first quarter had two turnovers within the thirty yard line almost the red zone of of San of God I did it again of Los Angeles right well Kansas City gave the game away for sure I got you all right continue so that game looks a hundred times different. Had they scored even a touchdown in the field goal, it would have been ten nothing, right? And and then and then you have Los Angeles chasing points. Instead, you have the Chargers up fourteen nothing off of two turnovers, and then them playing prevent defense on Kansas City because everyone knows what Kansas City is going to do. Mahomes is going to run around. He's going to throw the ball in some crazy you know place and whatever. And then obviously they you can only hold them back so long, and then they they came through and Chargers wound up getting lucky. Okay, I, I, I think I mean lucky. getting lucky, but also Kansas City kind of looks like shit. So they took advantage of a team that wasn't playing well, right? I, if there's one thing that you could say about the Raiders, the Raiders have been playing off the charts, right? Like they're playing above their talent level right now. Yes, yes, right. Yes. So 
if there is a regression to the mean, then this would be the prime spot for the Chargers to continue to take advantage of that regression, same as they did last week versus Kansas City when Kansas City dropped the ball. Yeah, you're not you're not going to get me <clears throat> you're not going to get me to believe the Raiders are Super Bowl contenders, but I can't watch them anymore and not think like, okay, they actually they have a, a system that's working right now, and they're going to be able to compete with most teams in the NFL. They they don't match up well against uh, the Chargers or the you know who they really don't match up well against the Broncos. Like the Broncos are going to crush them. I, I just they, they just don't match up well against them. The I, I Char- personally hate the Broncos. I'm not. I don't think they're like a junk team. I just the Bronco cometh that is currently ripping through the NFL. I mean, please, come on. Let, let's be honest no. here. You know, I, I, yeah. I've had enough. Of it. And I feel bad for them because they're losing wide receivers left and right. You know, KJ Hamler went down with that ACL, and it's kind of like Jesus. You know, enough of these ACLs. Him, Blake Martinez, another ACL injury guy for the Giants. It's like you got. They're ultimately going to put grass fields back in all these stadiums because the turf is killing the league right now. But whatever, they, they completely I digress. But they should. They should put. They should put grass. This is exactly what's causing the the ACL injuries. Is all these? Is all the turf? Well, it's a combination of no preseason plus the turf, and you can't tell me otherwise because these guys, nobody's playing anymore. Like, the preseason and the offseason, like, they're not doing anything. And so they just come up to week one, and they're like, yeah, no, we're good. And then all of a sudden it's like injury here, injury there, injury here, injury there. Now, you know, I'm sure players battled through injury a little bit more back in the day because it was just more accepted. And they weren't looked as uh, players weren't looked as commodities like they are now. I mean, every player has a value to him, so it's like you know, well, we don't want to blow his, you know, if he's, he, if he's battling injury, let's keep him out. We don't want to crush him, but uh, they you know, so they played a little bit more back in the day. But it's just ridiculous now the amount of injuries that's taking place everywhere. And so you got to find out some kind of rationale for it. Are the players too big? Has training gotten too big for the bones and, and muscles, tendons, ex- ligaments of these players? Or is it environmental? That being, uh, you know, the turf fields, a lack of preseason, a lack of playing before the game starts. I mean, I don't know, but it, you can see it everywhere. I mean, you see it everywhere. And, uh, you know, like I said, the Broncos, they, they lost another wide receiver. That's where I got, you know, derailed here. But, yeah, sure. So, you know, I don't know. It's going to be Broncos, Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. I mean, it's one hell of an AFC West. Yeah. I, I just I, – I think the Raiders will – play very well in this game. I don't think they're going to win, but I do... I shouldn't say that. It's going to be extremely close, this game, I feel as if. It's probably going to come down to the last possession or the last you know couple possessions, and I can see the Raiders covering the three and a half. Well, so if they go in there and they notch the victory, right, how do they pull it off? Right, same they, thing? They, or- jump out to a, they jump out to a lead. Now, if they play from... Well, see, they can come from behind, too, though, because they're just big play monsters right now. I mean, hell. Yeah, but they're they're not going to... The only reason they came back on Miami is because Miami's pretty bad. Jacoby Brissett's terrible. I mean, he's not good, right? But we he's knew that good. going into it. You know, yes. I, I mean, he did enough, though. He did enough to keep him in there, right? Like, a couple of those plays, it was like, really? What was it, a fourth and one, right, where he, where he ran in for the touchdown? It was like, God Yeah, damn. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. But they were down... 
they were down 11 points and, and it seemed like the Raiders packed up and were just like, all right, this game's over. We're not even going to play. And then Miami just happened to fall into a couple good plays and whatever. It is what it is. But I foresee if the Raiders are going to win this game in SoFi Stadium, they are going to need to play extremely good defense. They're going to have to figure out a way to stop Allen and Mike Williams. I don't know how they're going to do it. I can't even say I'm, I can't even believe I'm saying Mike Williams, who's been I, garbage, I, it's, it's garbage pretty crazy, for years. Right? Years. Yeah, 2017 until this year, absolute dog shit. And then this year, he just knocks it out of the park, and it's just, it's crazy. It, I mean, who would have thunk it, you know? he It's like he cut his hair, and with cutting his hair, like, he got rid of his, like, uh, I don't even know. He just, he got rid of that, like, that thing that was holding him back. Like, it was my hair, bro. Like, <laughs> What? Like what? I, I can't put my finger on it. I just remember, you know, people gassed on him in in fantasy for years, and then everybody just was like, "Yeah, I'm not touching Mike Williams." Now all of a sudden, you know, he's flying all over the place and yeah. getting all the yardage highlights, <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you know, looking at it, uh, to me, I like the Chargers, and the reason I'm picking them more here, uh, you know, at home, it's the field goal. And while I've liked the Raiders play and they've done very well, I have just some kind of gut feeling in me that this is going to be the game where it it, it just kind of falls apart, right? Like how long can you keep going like they've been going and expect it to continue? It, there's got to be some kind of uh, you know you know game in which all of a sudden the big plays don't go your way. You don't get the bombs, you know, and, and I think for whatever reason that this is that game. I like, like you said, Allen Williams, not as much, but I like him in there too. You know, Joey Bosa going against your line that, I, you know, I don't know how you've been pulling off with a line because you guys have been, you know, you haven't had Cognito the entire <laughs> The entire year. He was penciled in as a starter. He hasn't played at all. You know, you're doing Leatherwood. Leatherwood, I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about him after, you know, watching him through a couple of games? What, after his first, uh, his 17 penalties in the first game? Yeah. Cost him the freaking, almost cost him the game? But that's what I'm saying, he, right? You know, you don't have fine. a starter. He's, he's fine. He's getting experience. He's he's not <laughs> getting experience during the season. I, I mean, what else are you going to say about him? Is he, is he that good? No, what's his rank? What's his PFF uh, PFF rank? I, I don't even know. Oh, I have no I, I I didn't subscribe to PFF. I, I listen to their podcast. I like their stuff. I just didn't, you know, I don't subscribe to all that kind of stuff because, you know, I, there's nothing I could do with it, you know, with the time that I have available, right? I, I need more time to actually study all that kind of stuff and see it. You know, I, I, I do eye test and more general stats, but. Yeah, uh, he's, he's I okay. I mean, he's okay. He's he's definitely pancaked a couple guys, but it's not. Yeah, he's he's okay. He's fine. I don't know what to say. Well, I'm I'm going Chargers. What are you doing? I'm I'm going Raiders. You're going Raiders on this one. Okay. And so the over-under is 52 and a half. You know, that that to me, I don't know. I mean, it it is, right? Mm -hmm. It's really high. It feels it, it feels high because it feels like their offense is going to continue on the way that it's been going and just scoring points on either side. But to me, I, I kind of think in the under on that one. Yeah, me too. All right, so those are two games. Let's rip through that. We'll go through the rest of the slate here and finish off all the other games in third down. 
third down. That's always a good way to say, say third down and then play the third down sounder so it's third down twice and then talk about it for another two sentences. So you said third down five times. Good good job, fuckface. Uh, good job, buddy. All right, so first game is going to be the Thursday night game. Bengals hosting the Jags. Bengals currently seven and a half point favorites. The over-under on this one is 45 and a half. Sharps on the Jags, everything else on the Bengals. I am taking the Bengals. I hate seven and a half points with Cincinnati. I just struggle with anything related to Jack Jacksonville right now. They're just so bad. Seven and a half is a lot of points, though. It's a lot of points. I understand the sharp play here. Maybe they get something together, and how are you going to get the Bengals seven and a half points? But it didn't stop me from picking Cincinnati. No, I 100%. I, this isn't even a question to me. The, the Jaguars are really – I think I said it last week. If I'm ever going to pick the Jaguars in a gambling setting, they're going to need to show that they can actually play football. They got so lucky to even be in that game last week. They had a 109-yard – they had a field goal return touchdown of 109 yards, and that was the only reason they were beating the the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, through three games, there's only one thing that you could say. Your organization's terrible. I agree, Donnie. It's not not a good uh, showing. He's going to get fired. Jackson, he'll get he'll get fired after this year. If he's going to get fired, I don't know. If he's going to get fired. There's no way that Khan is going to fire him after one year. But if he just goes down this road of getting trounced week after week, and it's a poor showing, he'll just either bolt to retirement and then go back to college or go straight to college for, you know, whatever, USC or whatever big program. He's going to USC, no doubt about it. You know, I, I mean, he's just getting destroyed. And it's the little things like the we're playing Alabama every week kind of comments that get thrown in the public eye and just make him look like a fool. It's just yeah. not working out for the great Urban Meyer. So next game is going to be the Sunday games at 1 o'clock. We'll start off with the Saints at home, and they are home now. They will be returning back to the Superdome, so that'll be a return to that stadium as they had to play the first home game on the road. But they'll be playing their first home game in New Orleans versus the Giants, of all things. Jesus, <laughs> Giants, get ready for 0-4 here, guys. So the Saints right now, 7.5-point favorites. Uh, the tickets are on the Saints. The money is on the Giants for what reason. Who the hell knows? The Sharps have not picked a side, and the over-under is a poultry 41.5 in this one. I'm the Giant fan. I'm going first. The Giant team is so bad. I can't even begin. I knew that they were going to lose versus the Falcons, and when they were winning toward the end, I, I had no, no faith at all that they were going to hold that lead. I knew. I knew that the Falcons were going to come back, which they did. They lose Blake Martinez, so they lose the, the centerpiece of their defense, at least linebacker-wise, the quarterback on that side of the ball, and now they've got to go on the road. They just lost, uh, I forget, I think they, they lost another lineman, right? Uh, did they lose a lineman? I forget. Whatever. It's just been a rotation. Oh, they, they lost Sterling Shepard in, in Slayton. Whether or not they play this week, who knows. But the Saints are coming off that big win versus the Patriots. Saints all day, every day. Give me the 7.5 and, and New Orleans. No. I'm going to take the Giants. I can't imagine they're going to play that bad. You, you have zero faith in that. Like the they, only thing that they have going for them right now is Daniel Jones. But other than that, 
that's I mean that's it. Daniel Jones has played above my expectations, but the line is terrible. The defensive the defense has no playmakers whatsoever on that on that defense. They they went and signed a Dory Jackson for all this money, and then when push came to shove, the game on the line, the ball hits him right in the numbers. He gets that interception. That's the game, and he drops it, and that was it. You know, I think it was a touchdown on the next play. Uh, if I'm remembering the game right, which I might not be, but you know, you need playmakers. They don't have any, and then on offense, I, I don't know what what are you going to do? They, you know, Galladay is an average receiver at best, which people knew when they were saying they overpaid for him. Uh, Barkley is a figment of the Barkley from uh, you know his rookie season. Uh, Jason uh, Garrett is an awful play caller. Joe Judge is a way in over his head. I, I can't. You're, and then you're going up against Sean Payton. Sean Payton, who's like, you know, Hall of Fame coach already. So yeah, no, I, I have no faith in them. But you're going with the, uh, you're going with the Giants. So you're going against me on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Giants. I, I just, I love rooting for the, for our Giants, man. I just, I, they're, it's like you grow up watching them. You have, you know, they're like in your blood almost, right? Just like the Yankees. Like I hate, I always root for them. I, I don't bet. We know the rule. Never bet with or against yep. your home your home team, but uh, I got but you. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be all right. I think they'll be. All right. I, don't, I don't think they're as bad as you make them out to be. All right. Well, the next game is going to be the first home dog of the week, and that's going to be another NFC East team. The Eagles are playing host to those Kansas City Chiefs we talked about earlier. Chiefs currently favored by seven. The over/under on this game is fifty-four and a half. The sharps are on the Eagles. The tickets heavy on the Chiefs at seventy-eight percent, and the money is uh, mere fifty-six percent on the Chiefs. So what do you think, Chris? You got burnt by the Eagles in week two. Cost you quite a pretty penny. And so now are they going to come through here on a short week and be able to continue, you know, laying into the Chiefs like the rest of the NFL has been doing? Well, at least they're home, right? That's going to help them. Yeah, I guess. But, I, dude, we talk about it every week, right? And we say it's, it's the same freaking sentence every week. We always pick the Chief, Chiefs and we never win. Always pick the Chiefs and we never win. Yeah, no. They suck. They're terrible against the spread. I mean, it is a I, sucker awful. bet if there's ever a sucker bet. It's going right. to the Chiefs. So, I, I'm look, I'm going to take the Eagles at home. Not because I think the Eagles are going to win the game. But I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're going to play a little better. They just got hammered at, at the Cowboys. That, that game was just a setup to lose. I maybe they're gonna maybe Miles Sanders is gonna have more than two carries. Maybe <laughs> yeah, they're no, gonna that try. was ridiculous. Talk about maybe coaches, gonna, Joe Judge and Nick Sirianni. I mean, these oh guys. Oh my God, Sirianni is off. And and I don't want to get into a fantasy talk because that that's a whole another conversation. Just speaking from an NFL perspective, watching as a fan for over thirty years, you forty years, like how how do you have two rushes? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why, well, why don't you slow down the game? Why, why are you trying to match, you know, the offense? Your offense isn't as good as Cowboys, buddy. Dude, there's, a, there's a lot of bad football being played right now, and I think that's a direct function of a lot of bad coaching and a lot of bad yeah. coaching staffs uh, across the board. And, you know, changing of the guard, obviously, you know, coaching staffs – 
and coaches get really old in the NFL, and now there's been a very quick adjustment to the old coaches and the old style of coaching to the new age, sabermetrics, data analyst versus young minds, and the there's just been a breakdown in that transfer because a lot of these young coaches and young teams, they, they just, they're not good. Eagles being one of those. I, I mean, the Eagles, I thought, you know, because they have the good offensive defensive line, I thought they could put something together, but it doesn't look good right now. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Eagles mainly based off of the home field, hoping that the, the fans can help pump them up enough to at least keep it kind of close. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm a square. I, I, I just continue to lose with this damn team uh, and because I don't know any better. And the 54.5, I think that's a pretty heavy number. I, I don't know if there's anything I'd like the under on that one. You know, thinking that those teams are just going to score nonstop because they've done it in weeks past, I don't know. I, I think it would probably be a low, lower-ending scoring game in the, that one, but I could be wrong. So, uh, next up, Bills hosting the Texans. Bills, monster favorites, 16.5 points. The Sharps are going to lead on the Texans, obviously, because of the, that point total. The over-under 47 points. Tickets and money in on the Bills. I am taking Texans. I, I just can't get behind 16.5 points. Uh, dude, the Bills, I, I don't know. I think we're on opposite ends on this one. I, <laughs> I was going to pick the Texans, and then I was just thinking about how bad they looked against the Panthers. And, and I, 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 like the Panthers. I don't know. I don't know. This, this is another game. I don't give. I, I'm not going to bet either way. This is like my so, anti-square pick. This is my. I, you know, it's just 16 and a half points. The Texans defense have some players. I, I mean, their defense is not awful. It's their offense that really stinks. Um, I don't know. The, the Bills blowing them out at home completely feasible. But for whatever reason here, I'm just taking the Texans because to me I, that 16 and a half is just so big. You're talking about over two touchdowns. It's like, come on. I just, the Bills just are just smoking people right now. Well, take that Dolphin game out of it, right? Because the Dolphins lost to a you know first series, second series, whatever the hell it was, and then it was a landslide after that. You know, again, there's nothing about the Texans that makes me feel confident that they can stick with the Bills. I, I just look at 16 and a half points and I say, oh, shit, 16 and a half points? No way. I'm taking the other team. So yeah. I'm going Texans. I'm going to go Bills. All right. So uh, the next game will be in Dallas. Cowboys. Panthers. Right down there at AT&T Stadium. It is the Cowboys' favored by four and a half. So the Panthers, playing the Texans that we just talked about, now have to go on the road, go into Dallas, and face this Cowboy team. The Sharps are on the Cowboys. This is a trifecta. Sharps, tickets, and money all on the Cowboys. Money more so than the tickets. And then over-under is 50.5. So what are you thinking here with Carolina coming off that win but losing J.C. Horn in the process and McCaffrey? Two big hits. Uh, I, I love the Cowboys. I I yep, think I like I'm the Cowboys to, too. I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys every week. Their offense is just so dynamic. Yeah, I like the Cowboys here in this one too. Uh, four and a half I, points I, at home. They score a ton of points. Boom. Yeah, that's. I thought this would have been a, a, a higher spread. It actually, it seems to be going 
How much money is on the Panthers? What what did what was the what were the splits? The money pool is in on the Cowboys sixty four percent. The tickets are barely it's fifty two percent. So it's the money is where where it's coming in on the Cowboys at right now on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Cowboys. I, I the Panthers are really good. I think they're three and zero. But no McCaffrey, they're gonna have to change their game plan. Chuba Hubbard might be good. He's not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and I'm waiting for that Sam Darnold. You know. It's going to happen. Drop off. It's going to happen. One way or another, it's going to happen. All right. The next game is the Browns in Minnesota. Another home dog here. This one is the Vikings underdogs at home by two to Cleveland. Right now, the tickets, 67% on the Browns. Money, 80% on the Browns. So everybody's in on the Browns. The Sharps then slide to the other side. They're going to take the Vikings over under 51 and a half. So Vikings get that win last week. The Browns won, you know, versus a, a terrible Chicago team. So what side are you going to go here? Everybody's in on the Browns right now. Do you believe in the Browns? No, I, I don't believe they're as good as uh, they showed last week. They made they made fools out of a really really bad Bears team. Yeah, it was terrible. But that game wasn't out of hand until the second half, right? Like the first half, the game was really really close. It was an ugly ugly game. And a couple big sacks on fourth and one for the Bears, where they could have kicked field goals. That game's totally different. Yeah, that Bears team is terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, the, uh, Nagy is the next one to go. He's the coach that I see right now. That's like, all right, he's already dead. Judge could be dead, but Nagy's already gone. He, he's terrible. I, you know, he's botching the whole thing with the quarterbacks. Now we're gonna Dalton. Then we're gonna go Fields. Now it's gonna be one of the three. Whatever. Dalton's my one. Dalton is my one. Yeah, Chicago oh, okay. hates you, and you, you've botched this season. The, you, your team just looks terrible also. So, well, where does that leave you? I, I imagine you're going to the Vikings here. Yeah, I actually... Uh, this is this screams this screams Chris Eggy Moneyline Parlay. You team. got it! Yeah. You got it! <laughs> yeah. After a while, you figure it out. Yep. So, we're both in on the Vikings on that one. I'm taking the Vikings. I, you know, again, I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. I bet against them last week, and they still were able to cover, even with that big spread. But I'm going with the Vikings with you, too. I don't like Cousins, but hey, look, you know, I, the, I don't know. There's just something in me that I, I'm leaning like you, and I'm liking the Vikings to outright win this game. The Lions will be on the road. They will be in Chicago taking on the Bears right now. The Bears are home favorites by three points. Even though the Lions have played really well, they're going to let the Bears, without a quarterback designated, be the favorite here by three points. Sharps are on the Bears. Everything else is on the Lions. Rightfully so. They played so well. 42 is the over-under. Who are you going to grab here? Uh, I guess the Lions. Yeah, me too. Uh, Lions have played so well right now. The Bears have not played well. I, Dan Campbell's a joke of a coach, but one thing he's doing is he's getting his guys to play, so I'm picking the Lions. Yeah, they really are playing well. Yeah. Like, shockingly well. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying really hard. So, And the Bears are not. They're lost at sea. So we're going to both be on the Lions on that one. Titans are in New York at MetLife Stadium. Well, in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium facing the New York Jets. The Titans favored by seven. The tickets and money heavily on the Titans, both over 70%. And then the Sharps are going to take the other side. Over under 44 points. I am going to take the, I don't know. What do I do here? You go first. Oh, why do you do that to me? I, I, All right, fine. I guess I'll go first. I'm taking the, the Jets. Titans. 
Titans. I'm taking the Jets. You're taking the Jets? There's something about that. Look, the Titans are winning these games, but their defense really isn't good. Their defense isn't. I'm sorry. And so now they're going on the road, and they're going to be out both of their wide receivers, maybe, who knows, versus a Jets team who, I, you know, this is the regression game. Like, are the Jets this bad? There's no way. I mean, they're a bad team for sure. And so, I don't know. There's just something in me that's saying, like, Jets aren't going to win, but seven points? I don't know. I'm going with the Jets on this one. I'm just taking the seven yeah, points. Yeah, after, after just reporting to you about Marcus May, I just I can't see. No matter which way oh, I Oh, you said Marcus May's out, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I'm taking the Jets here. Uh, i got to make an uncomfortable pick a lot because all my comfortable picks never come in. So I'm going Jets. Titans. All right. That's how I feel about the jet, that jet pick. The Dolphins are going to be hosting the Colts. Dolphins with, continue with uh, Jacoby Brissett under center. They're going to be two-point favorites here. It's a trifecta pick. The Sharps, tickets and money all in on the Dolphins. Money is the heaviest there at 66%. Tickets only at 60 The over-under 42.5. I am going to take the Dolphins. The Colts are... Lost Nelson, right? He's gone. So now you have a quarterback who has not done well. You you lost your best lineman. I don't know. There's nothing going right for the Colts right now. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins because they're really playing well as a football team, despite you know the, the whatever the result last week. The Colt the the Carson Wentz Colt experience is just an absolute failure. Yeah, completely. By all stretch of the means, the whole thing is broken down. They were better off with Phillip Rivers, and Rivers wasn't good. They're in a tailspin. They're in an absolute tailspin. I'm going Dolphins. Yeah, me too. So the two of us are on the Dolphins. That brings us to the last 4 o'clock game. Washington football team in Atlanta taking on the Falcons. Falcons here, a road dog. They are the fourth road dog uh, after the Eagles, the Vikings, the Jets, and now the Falcons. I'm taking the home dog here. Yeah, I'm with you. Washington's horrible. Yeah, I I don't understand this one at all. I know the fact. I can't either. They they were the best. I finally, in, in our one fantasy league in Icarus, I had to drop them. Yeah, I finally got. I finally got rid of them. Their defense I, I, isn't that good, and they're playing back-to-back road games here. Yeah, so, they're they're just, with Hanky's not the answer, man. I, I unfortunately no. But early on here, the money is big on Washington, eighty-one uh, percent, and then tickets also on Washington. The squares haven't taken a side over under forty-seven and a half, but it doesn't matter. I like the Falcons. You do too. Uh, you know yeah. what, what is Washington? Uh, I don't know a, a defensive front four, and that that's it. Uh, yeah. I love a good home dog. Love a good home. Yeah, dog. Yeah, you do. This this game also screams another Chris Eggie money line parlay. <laughs> it was almost. It was almost. Ah, there. came close. All right. So now we go into the four o'clock games. 49ers hosting the Seahawks. Seahawks, obviously, they just uh, you know they, they get these leads and then they lose them. So right now the it's a trifecta game in favor of the Seahawks. So right now the sharps, the tickets, and the money all liking the Seahawks here on the road with this three point dog status and the over under is fifty two points. So I took the 49ers. I don't like the Seahawks. I went with them multiple weeks. They keep giving up these leads and I can't rely on them. Now they're on the road. There's a forty nine er defense that's scrappy. No. Seattle is go. This is a great game. I love these uh, divisional games. These this is always Seattle. Uh, San Francisco is always a great matchup. 
Seattle, Russell Wilson knows he's got their number. He knows how to play against. He's Seattle's going to win this game, and they're going to win comfortably. I, comfortably. I wanted to pick Seattle, and I just can't. I mean, look, my insta pick in my head is Seattle, and then I had to talk myself out of it in order to pick the 49ers. So I get the pick. It's just I can't. I can't go with a team that can't hold on to these leads. Now, of I course, get it. This is going it. to be the this is going to be the week that they turn around, they come out, and all of a sudden they score, you know, forty eight points, and uh, what do you call it? Has a monster game. DK Metcalf, who's been non existent really this year, comes out has a monster game. Whatever, fifty two points. So they're expecting some points in this one. Um, so uh, you're going to take the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Forty Niners. Yeah. The Fair Rams. Routine. Winning that big game last week, kind of taking the crown for the NFL right now. They are four and a half point favorites at home versus the Cardinals. Cardinals, cardiac Cardinals here. They had to come from behind and they had a, a field goal victory. So uh, they've had a couple of close games, and right now they're saying four and a half is going to be the spread in this one. Over under 55 points. Money big on the Cardinals. Again, this is a four o'clock Sunday game, so that, that'll probably change. And the ticket's barely on the Rams. Who are you going to take in this one? Rams are going to hammer. Yep. Hammer the Cardinals. This was an insta pick for me. I took the Rams as well. Hammer. Yeah. I, I don't, The Cardinals have. Done okay, but only in terms of their record. That their play has not been consistent or good at all. It's really been flying by the seat of their plants, and I think the Rams are just going to beat up on them on this week. And then we've got the Packers also at four o'clock. They're going to be hosting the lowly Steelers. Here, who would have thought Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be almost seven point underdogs versus the Packers? Six and a half points is the spread currently. 84, 84% of the tickets on the Packers, 82% of the money, over, under, 45 and a half. The only thing the Steelers have going for them is the Sharps because, obviously, that's how the Sharps play. So they're going to go with the Steelers here on the road. Uh, what, what, are you, you have any hope for the Steelers in this one? No. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. No. This team is no. dead in the water. Uh, I, the only thing that I look at, and I'm kind of like, eh, I, you know, it's six and a half points, and I, for whatever reason, I want to give the Steelers' defense some kind of credit. I can't do it. So we're both on the Steelers. Which brings us to our last game on the NFL Week 4 docket, the final 4 o'clock game, obviously because we talked about the Sunday and Monday night games. So that would be the Broncos, who we talked about way long ago, at home, favored over the Ravens, one point is the spread. So this is as even Steven as they come. 45 is the over-under. The Sharps are on the Broncos. The tickets and the money heavy on the Ravens. Which side are you going to go here? Ravens. Yep, me too. I just shit-talked about the Broncos earlier in the podcast. I'm not going to turn around and pick them here. I picked the Ravens. This is one of the first games I picked. The Ravens do... I mean, the uh, the Broncos do... They don't match... See, like, I... I they don't match up well against this team. They match up well against the Raiders, right? Like, they're going to smoke the Raiders. They're going to smoke really bad teams. The Ravens are way better than what, we see, what we've seen, I, which is crazy. I, what's his name has the most air yards in the league right now? Would have never guessed that. Uh, Deshaun, uh, not Deshaun Watson, uh, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Oh, yeah, the air yards, I, you love that. Yeah, I mean... Has the most air yards, which is crazy. You would never have thought the the number one running quarterback in the league would have the most air yards. 
No, but I mean, well, that's it, right? You run, 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 pass downfield. Run, 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 pass downfield. You know, it, it's the old school. You know, we get you to curl up to the line, and then we take it big downfield. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's very, it's very backyard school, schoolyard football, right? Yeah. I again, if there is going to be a place that they falter, it'll probably be here, right? They ju- they just struggled to get that win versus the Lions with that monster kick. And now they've got to go on the road again versus a defense that has been playing well. So, you know, I, I, I get the I get the spread. Um, you know, I don't know. One point, it's it, it like begs you to take the Broncos. I can't do it. I'm taking the Ravens. Right? Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah, I, again, I know Teddy covers. That's what he does. He covers, but I don't know. There's there's some. I'm I'm gonna go with the Ravens and I'll die. This is like I go with the Ravens and I go with the Chiefs all the time. And whenever I do it, it never works out in my favor. But I'm gonna continue. So we're both gonna take the Ravens on that. So there's the breakdown of all the games this week, and that leaves us our final segment with our bets. Fourth down. So you notice how I didn't say that leaves us the fourth down and then play the fourth down sounder because that would have been stupid. So (laughs) the bets this week, look, you are going to be leading off because, you know, you're kicking my ass in. So why don't you give us your five best bets for the Super Contest and go. All right. So uh, Super Contest is kind of like annoying because... You have so many games that you desire to win, and you're like guaranteed lock. So the super the super picks almost make me feel worse about myself than <laughs> okay. losing, losing money. Yeah, well, like, I mean, oh, you're not this- doing terrible, Adam, right? Your super picks so far for this year are nine and six. I mean, it's sixty percent. I know, but but I'm like a lock, lock, lock. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And and it just doesn't work out. But the Bengals are going to be one yep. of my super picks. The Vikings are going to be another. Okay. Uh, the Titans are going to be another. Okay. The uh, Bucks are going to be another. Okay. And the Rams are going to be another. And the Rams. All right. Well, I mean, in versus my picks, I took the Rams as well. I then took the uh, I took the Rams. I took the Chargers. I took the Dolphins. I took the Cowboys and I took the Saints. So those were mine. Uh, you know, I have a, a big. You know, the Saints are seven and a half points, whatever. Uh, you know, and, and the rest of those are pretty close. But I hate the Giants, so I think the Saints are going to beat them up. So those are the super contest picks. Do you have an over two over unders for the week? Yeah, the Cards Rams. Cards I Rams. Have- I actually think that's going to go over. I think that's going to be a crazy shootout. Okay. Uh, and what's your other one? The Bills-Texans. I think that's going to be under. <laughs> so last week, we had one game the same and one game different, and then you went 2-0 and and I went 1-1. and Well, here we are again facing the same scenario. So we both had the Texans-Bills under the 47, and then we both picked the Cards and Rams, but... I am going under the 55, and you oh, are going no over way. the 45. No so way. now That's going to be a shootout. I mean, who I, I just thought it was a lot of points. So the Survivor knockout picks for the week. So, by the way, I haven't lost. Not nope. on wood. No, nor have I. Uh, Survivor Titans over the Jets. Yep. And knockout the Steelers. 
Steelers. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's, I guess that's a good Steelers pick right on the road there. And then if they turn things around in the second half of the season, uh, you know, all of a sudden you can pick them to win. So that's, yeah. that's actually a good play there, a smart move there. So for me, I did it a little different. Uh, my survivor, I took the Bills at home versus the Texans. I, you know, I mean, the Bills, you could probably... That's a, good, that's a, pretty, that's a pretty good pick. Uh, I mean, it's a lock. and You could keep the Bills later when you might need them. Uh, you know, this is kind of cherry picking, but I just like to move forward each week. So I'm going to take the Bills. I've already used up some good teams. I used the Bills. I used the Raiders, Packers, 49ers. You know, but the 49ers are banged up now. The Raiders, you know, could, could get a regression here. So I'm kind of trying to use these guys uh, before they come down. And then for my knockout, I'm taking the Giants. I haven't taken the Giants yet. I, I cannot see for the life of me minus... I, uh, Jameis Winston completely screwing up this game, and the Giants defense, minus Blake Martinez, all of a sudden turning it around and whooping the shit out of the Saints. I, I don't know how the Giants pull this off. So I, maybe down the road they end up piecing it together, the line comes together, but right now this team is in such flux. To me, home opener in, in the Superdome, lock for the Giants getting the loss here. So Bills... Survivor Giants knockout. And then that brings us to our actual gambling. So take the lead. You're up. You've almost tripled your bankroll. You're at like 2750 or thereabouts. What are you gonna do this week? Okay, so I'm gonna do my my eight, my prototypical uh, $50 money line mixed with my $100 tees. Okay. For, for my money line, I'm going to do the Vikings plus 110. Yep. The Lions plus 120. Yep. And the Seahawks plus 130. Okay. All right, that's going to be 50 to win 530. Yep. And then I'm going to use those three with the, the Packers as a fourth team for my teaser. So that'll give me... The Vikings plus eight, the Lions plus nine, the Seahawks plus nine, and the Packers laying a half a point. Gotcha. And All right, so that, so then I'm also gonna do a stream. How much are you putting on that one? A hundred. Gotcha. Win okay. To win three sixty. So then I'm also gonna do a fifty dollar parlay, straight points. I'm gonna do the Rams. Minus four. Yep. The Ra- the Ravens plus one. Uh-huh. And the Bucks minus seven. Okay. And that's to win 300. 50 to win 300. Gotcha. And then my last pick, I'm going to go right back to the Cowboys. Yeah, I figured as much. Straight. Yep, $100 straight. Cowboys laying four points. Yeah, I, I almost just dumped... <laughs> rest of my bankroll on the Cowboys. Um, yeah, and I, and I, then I couldn't do it because I just said, you know, that you're just, you know, freak betting there. I mean, completely on tilt. So, okay, so you got those. Do you have anything else? You got one teaser, two parlays, and the straight bet. Yeah, that's it. That's it for the week. All right, so we come over to me where I have already lost $420 on the year. Started off with 1000 I have just under 600 now. I can't get on the board for the life of me, and I keep just picking all losers. That's it. It's just a loss. Everything I do, loss, 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 loss. It's like, holy shit, come on. I'm tired of losing. Uh, so anyway, what I'm going to start off, I'm going to start off with my parlay. I'm going to take the Chargers, and I'm going to take the Dolphins. Uh, like I said, I like the Chargers at home. I'm expecting the Raiders to kind of implode there. 
And so, you know, again, it, it's probably not the game I should throw into the parlay, but for whatever reason, I'm liking the Chargers there at home on Monday night with a three and a half. Uh, you know, Derek Carr has played really, really well. The defense has played well, but, you know, I just don't think the team is that good. And I think the Chargers have, although they haven't been playing well, have a lot more room to grow to their ceiling. And I think there's plenty of room for the Raiders to fall down. And I'm picking this game to be that one. And then I'm going the Dolphins because the Colts right now are just shot. I'm sorry. They have too many injuries. I, Carson Wentz, they fought early in the season and they kept all these games close, which is, I think, why they made this spread two, two points. Because, you know, remember, they, they played the Rams just two weeks ago and they didn't the Rams didn't cover versus that one, which is kind of why I went with the Bucks last week and I got smoked. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to go to the Dolphins there with the two. They're just a better team. They're better coached. Uh, you know, I like Frank Reich, but right now, uh, you know, the Dolphins right now are firing in all cylinders. So I'm going Chargers and Dolphins. I'm putting 25 on that because I'm running out of money here. And then I'm also going to throw the Cowboys in on a correlated parlay. So if the Chargers and the Dolphins win and the Cowboys win, then I'm going to double that up. And I get to play it a little differently, right? Because if the Cowboys and the Dolphins win, then all of a sudden that Chargers Monday night game, I'll have two live bets and they'll be at different uh, amounts. And I, I could punch out a one and keep the other going, whatever. So I'm going to put 25 on both of those. And then I'm kind of going in the Chris Eggie bank here to take the Detroit Lions to win, the Vikings to win, and the Falcons to win. And I'm going to do a money line parlay there, 50 bucks. So the Lions go on the road in Chicago. They've been playing better. They take it. And then the Vikings versus the Browns, who I don't like, and then the Falcons at home versus the Washington football team because what the fuck? Who cares? I, you know, I mean, Jesus. Um, and then the last thing I got is a teaser. So uh, I'm going to put $100 on three teams. The Saints bringing them down to one and a half. Packers down to a half a point. And the Pats, I'm going to push them up to 14 and a half. So I like the Pats at the seven and a half. And I'm going to give them another touchdown. So that's going to be a two-score game. Again, you know, if you have followed me, bet against all of these. But whatever. We'll see if it comes in. So again, Saints, Packers, Pats are my teaser. And then my parlay is basically Dolphins, Chargers, and then a second one with the Cowboys. And then I'm following Chris with Moneyline doing Detroit Vikings and the Falcons. And so that basically does it for this week. Again, I've got a lot of ground to cover here. Chris is up to three grand. So we'll see if this is the week. We'll see if this is the week. Or I'm just going to screw up his uh, Moneyline parlay there as I took the Vikings as well. So And I took the Lions, I took the Vikings and the Lions. I could screw you up, dude. I could get you. <laughs> I have no mojo going my way. So You'll be all right. All right. I hear the youngster in the background crying. So CJ wants his daddy, and his daddy's going to go celebrate day two of his birthday. And I am going to go and finally feed my kids at 6.45 at night. I'm sure mom loves that. We're nice. not going to tell her, right? So, nope. All right, dude. Peace out. Enjoy. Everybody else, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Adios. All right. Out of here.